Jonathan Nato, and I'm in New England. My name is Hamad Zaidi, and I am in Redondo Beach, California. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. It is, man. Today, I want to talk about adversity. Something you have a lot of experience in, and myself. Something we have no experience in at all. <laughs> Nothing's ever gone wrong in our lives, right? Exactly. So as we take off the road-colored glasses, I wanted to dive into this, but I wanted to do it kind of in a fun way and bring up a story back from 1984 when I was a young 16-year-old pup. Nice. Okay. In the summer of 1984, when I was 16 years old, my parents asked us to go to Pakistan for the summer. And, you know, Pakistan in the summer is like 187 degrees. I was just going to say, it's probably worse than Arizona in the summer. It's got to be terrible. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful country, really damn hot. But here's the adversity that I was going to share today. One morning, my grandpa finds out that I'm headed to London, right? Because Pakistan's just too damn hot. It's beautiful. I love my relatives, but it's just not for me. So he goes, I hear you're leaving tomorrow. I've got something for you today. I said, okay. And he goes, you know, come to my room, come to my little office area. I've got something for you to do. I go there and he's got like a stack, maybe 500 sheets of paper. Okay. And scissors. Okay. Then I'm like, okay, what do I do? What do you need? And he goes, Hamad, I want you to cut little pieces, equal pieces on every sheet of paper. Right? Okay. So, so I said, why? Because <laughs> <laughs> don't ask why. Don't ask why. Just do it. So I started. After the first page, he looked at me. And he took what I'd cut, mm-hmm. and he crumpled it. And he goes, nope, they're not straight. They're not equal. you got to do it again. So he did that to me five or six times until I started to get exactly what he wanted. Yeah. There's 500 sheets that he wanted me to fold equally and then cut on the creases. Okay. And, and after I cut on the creases – put them all in a stack and fold them and cut them and then stack them up and fold them and cut them. Oh, man. As I started to do this, my left hand started to really get stiff because I have, you know, swan neck deformity in my fingers anyway. Yeah. After the first 30 minutes, I stood up to try to get a drink of water, and he's like, no, 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 can't get up, can't get up. And I'm like, what? It's like 1,000 degrees here, man. (laughs) And he goes, you're a strong man, you're a strong man, get down. And so an hour later, I'm like, man, my legs are cramping, so I have to sit on my knees. Every time I try to take a break, he wouldn't let me. And so after two hours of this, now imagine sitting cramped for two hours. My my hand was starting to turn blue. Yeah. Two hours of this, man, I was getting really angry. I'm surprised you lasted that long, (laughs) honestly. And the thing is, all I could get up to do is use a bathroom. And people would walk by and see what I was doing. But because he was, you know, grandpa and the head of the household, no one questioned what he was doing. Right, right. <laughs> and so I see my cousins running and playing, and I see my sisters running and playing, and 
I'm just sitting there cutting these damn pieces of paper. Four hours go by, and oh, now I'm, I actually want to cry. That's... I mean, it's really, really hurting, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm telling my, my grandpa, I'm like, this hurts. This really hurts me. And he's like, I know. Keep going. So, dude, it took me about five and a half hours to complete what he wanted. Mm. And at the end of five and a half hours, he goes, I want you to stack them equally on this desk, like all the little pieces of paper, right? And tell me when you're done. So that took another half hour. So I'm, I'm six hours in, and the whole day's gone by. And all I can think about is, thank God I'm getting on a flight to London tomorrow, because it's, it's crazy. He comes into the room when I'm done with a big smile, and what does he do? Knocks it over. Comes in. Picks up a large trash bag. Oh, man. Knocks it all into a trash bag. <sighs> twists the trash bag and throws it away. Man. And I'm like, what was this about? What would you do? And he goes, well, I just want to know if you could do it. <laughs> what? And here's the thing. He sat there and told me, that what he was doing is teaching me how to deal with adversity. Mm. But, dude, it took me decades to appreciate that. And still to this day, it's telling the story. Yeah. I don't fully appreciate it. I hear you. Here's the thing. Have me do something of note. Like, when you and I did the podcast, I think it was number three. It was called Cutting Corners. Yeah. You know? Yeah about how my mom and dad made me mow a lawn growing up. Right. And I had to push the lawn mower with one side of my body. Right. I still love doing that because I had a sense of accomplishment. Right. Or, or like, I, or the I, hurdles, you know, jumping out, like, you know, there, there's still something you're accomplishing, but don't, don't cut pieces of paper and then just throw them away. Yeah. Because yeah, in seventh grade, what you're referring to is uh, for gym class, I had to learn how to jump hurdles. <laughs> I knocked every single one <laughs> down. <laughs> when I was cutting my parents' lawn, there was a finish point, you know? And it looked beautiful when I was done, minus like the zigzag lines of when <laughs> I couldn't control it, right? But when I was in Pakistan in 84 doing this stuff, I just felt like I wasted my whole day, and I felt like I was in severe pain. And the thing that blew me away is why would a grandparent put his grandson in such pain? Mm. He told me it was to get me to really drive the topic home that you need to be strong in the face of adversity. And I just thought, man, but I didn't really – all I learned is that you're cruel. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but many, many, many decades later, I can see what he was trying to do. Yeah. And if I look deeper, I can see that what he was really trying to do is teach me that my deficiency physically does not affect my ability to do things. Yeah. I think he probably did the best he could with how he thought it had to be done. I still think of my grandfather very fondly. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he is a bit crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit. But to wrap up... I guess my point of today's podcast is just to tell people adversity, no matter how much pain it gives you and no matter why you think it may not 
make any sense to you at the time you're going through it, there's probably a reason for it. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Even if it takes you 5, 10, 20, 30 years to figure it out, there's there's always a reason. This one took me 34 years to figure out. Oh, man. Yeah, so if you want to check us out, we're on limpingoncloud9.com. Find us on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, iTunes. Don't forget to check out LonelySealFilmFestival.com. You can see everything that's going on there. It launches October 1st through the 6th. So check out LonelySealFilmFestival.com. Yep, and if you want to reach out to us, info at limpingoncloud9.com. That's info at limpingoncloud9.com. And just remember, we are on SoundCloud now. Yep, and everyone, thank you for listening and downloading. We'll talk to you next episode. See ya.